Hello beautiful people, welcome back to Fate Talk and I am your host Bootlebutu and welcome back to my space. Oh guys, so this is the third time of me trying to record this episode. First time, my mic wasn't working. Second time, I don't know what happened. Literally, my phone stopped recording. Now, I'm trying to record again like i don't know what's happening with my mic but my mic is not working so i'm recording with my phone obviously you guys will pick on that because there will be like this echo echoish sound on this episode but you know what we move you know god is still good so yeah i'm i'm recording with my phone on my phone right now i'm not using my mic um and i just hope that this episode will come out good so let's just get right into today's episode so today's episode um the topic is god is calling us back you know um and this i just came up with this topic yesterday as i was reflecting on what god was telling or teaching me um i think on friday or thursday um i even tweeted that when god calls you back it's real it's like when god calls you out actually because god was calling me out you know i think it was on thursday and yo mugai was just going hard on me and you know showing me things that i've been neglecting and things that i've not been doing well and how i need to come back to you know setting things so i want to share that with you guys i'll keep on checking if my phone is still recording because i don't just want to be speaking canting j phone i record so i'll be just going back to check if we are still recording so yeah um god god is calling us back to our first love god is calling us back to you know being the light god is calling us back to the place of prayer he's calling us back to being the student of the way he's calling us back to being servants and he's calling us back to being the seekers of his face you know this is this this is one of no like i selected six things from what god has been teaching me you know i think i wrote out 18 things that god is calling us back to but as i was sitting down outlining you know the notes for this episode the spirit was just being hard on these six areas where god is calling us back to so i decided you know what let me just focus on the six because if i can just try to do all of them it will be a three hour long episode and we we trying to be cute in this place we trying to you know be as short as cute and possible and now we're not trying to record an entire series that doesn't know i know we're not trying we're not trying to do that so god is calling us back you know people of god god is calling us back beautiful people um you know what what is happening around the world this is you know time where god is literally whispering and be like hey come back hey come back hey wake on this wake on that like now we have all the time we have all the time that we've been saying we don't have to sit and seek god to grow closer to god to seek the will the mind the heart of god on certain things and certain areas on every aspect of our life like this is the time where god is you know god is that person he's that man that takes everything and makes it work for our god he takes the good and the bad and they all work together for our good so god is taking this chaos and he's making it work for our good like he's making it to work for our 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 advantage and it will be it will be a shame if people don't catch on this it will be it will be heartbreaking heartbreaking if people don't catch on what god it's it's trying to do in the season yes the world is going off yes things are happening people are panicking there's a lot of things going on people are dying people are getting sick people are panicking there's a lot of panic mood going on but god god being god he's taking all of these things and trying to make them work together for our good so god is saying 
voila i'm calling you guys back to certain things so i was reflecting on my relationship with god like god made me to reflect on my relationship with god he was show on my relationship with him he was showing me how i fell off he was showing me how i am growing cold i didn't know that i was growing cold honestly but then he was like i'm growing cold you know I'm growing cold on the love that I had for him or I have for him instead of growing, you know, instead of my love growing bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. It's like instead of me increasing my love for him and, um, you know, showing him my love, it's like my love for him is decreasing, you know, and I was not even aware, you know. So, yeah, God was like, I need you to come back. I need you to come back to that place, to that moment, to that experience, to that, you know, yeah, when you first got saved or when you first rededicated your life with me or when you first um, started working with me. I need you to go back. I need you to go back to that excitement. I need you to go back to that zeal. I need you to go back to that fire that you had for my for my for for, for me for my services and you know for all of that for everything that has to do with the kingdom of God. I need you to go back. And God gave me three things. I he said I need you to remember what you used to do when you first received him some of you is when you first received christ some of us is when we first rededicated our life to god some of us is when we first started to walk with christ so he's like i need you to remember all the things that you used to do i need you to remember the prayers that you need to you used to pray i need you to remember how you used to study the way i need to re you to remember how you used to tell people about me how you couldn't wait to tell people what you have learned during your bible study i need you to come back i need you to come back to that place you know and then god was like you know what this is the moment where you know with the world you know being on like on a post mode you know would school being on a post mode with some of us not going to work with some of us not having anything to do during the day you know we don't have that hectic schedule that we usually have during the day I need you to come back. I need you to refocus. I need you to fix your focus back to me. The Bible says fix your eyes on things above. I need you back on that position. And first thing first, for you to come back, I need you to remember the things that you used to do. And I was like, okay. Then I took my 20, 2016, 2017 journal. And I took my 2018 and 2020 journal. And I compared and I saw how I was, no, I compared the revelation. I compare how, how I was deep in studying the word of God. And now I am just doing it because I am used to it. I'm familiar with the Bible studies. I'm, I'm just used to it. It's just a routine and a habit to me. And he was like, I don't want to be a routine. I don't want to be some of some sort of a habit to you. I want to be your love i want you i want to be your lover i want i want to be somebody that you look up to spending time with somebody that you look up to speaking to somebody that you look up to just communing with i don't want it to come out of a habit i don't want it to come out because it's, it's a routine but i want you to remember where you couldn't wait to come back from school and sit down and study the way. I want you to remember when you couldn't wait to pray. I want you to remember when you couldn't wait to seek me. I want you to remember when you couldn't wait to tell somebody about me. I need you to come back. I need you to come back. That was God and his voice was as clear as my mom's voice. You know, my mom's voice is like those who know my mom or those who know me you know that our voice is very deep we are loud you know we, we we when we speak we command attention we command you to listen that kind of that is the kind of voice that i was hearing you know most of the time when god speaks to me he's so calm he's so you know that's still voice but on thursday 
he was as loud as my mom you know his voice was as loud as my mom i couldn't even ignore it he was like i need you to come back to your first love you know he took me back to revelation 2 4 to 5 where jesus was telling the one of the churches that i have seen yes you are still doing bible studies Yes, I see you that you are still working in the house of your God. I still see your labor. I still see you doing all those things. But I have this against you. I have this against you. You have left your first love. You're no longer doing it with the zeal and the fire that you used to do it. Now you're doing it because you used to. Now you're doing it because it's a system. Now you're doing it because it's a routine. But I need you to do it from a place of love. From a place of you love me. Not from a place of it's a chore, it's a routine. No, I need you to do it from a place of love. Because when God do things for us, when God gives us some things, when God says some things and spend time with God and all, he does it from a place of love. He is love himself. So he doesn't deserve anything less. We need to do things. We need to go back to our first life where we used to do things because we love God. Where you we used to do things because he first loved us. Not because we feel bad. Not because we just want to take it off from our daily routine. Not because we just want to take it off from our schedule. Not because of we want to we wanna take it off from our heavy tracker. But because we love him. And I had to compare my 2016 and 2017 relationship with God with my 2018 and 2019 going to 2020 relationship with God. I had to take my journals and I had to compare how I used to write notes then and how I am writing notes now. You can see the difference. You can see that my 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 time in going deep in the word of God has decreased. You know, the fire, the passion, the hunger and the thirst has decreased. Instead of increasing, it has decreased. And God was like, girl, wake up. I need you to come back. I am using everything that is happening around the world. I am using this passing of the world to get you back to, to the core foundation of Christianity, to the core foundation of our relationship. There is no relationship without love. If a relationship is... Based on lust, if we are in a relationship with God because of what we can receive from Him, <laughs> that's you will see. You know, a relationship of somebody that is in love with God and a relationship of somebody that is in that of somebody that is in a relationship with because of what they can receive from Him, you can see it is different. How these two people see God is different. How these two people serve God is different. How these two people communicate with God is different. How these two people spend time with God is different. So God is, God was like, I need you to come back to a place of love. To a place of love. He was like, remember when you first rededicated your life? Remember 2016, how you were so crazy about me. How you will tell this and that and that and this one and that one about me. You couldn't wait to tell somebody about the things that you, re that you discovered from your Bible study. The things that I revealed to you. You couldn't wait to make Twitter thread. You couldn't wait to tweet that revelation. You couldn't wait to WhatsApp that person, that re revelation, you couldn't wait to call people to pray with them. You couldn't wait to sit at my feet. Do you remember that? Do you remember that time? Do you remember those joyful, exciting moments that you used to spend with me? Do you remember that time when you come into my presence and you will praise me like crazy? Not because of what I have done or not because of what I am doing at the moment, but because of where I took you from. Do you remember that those moments? Do you remember those moments where you will you will lay flat on your on your on on the floor, crying and weeping and lifting up your hands and worshiping me, telling me of telling me who I am, exalting my name, adoring me. 
Do you remember those moments? Now what you do, you just play two worship songs, you get into prayer for two minutes and you open up your Bible, you read two verses and you stand up and you're done for the day. Then tomorrow you go back because it's a routine, you play two worship songs, you study two minutes of my word, you pray for two minutes and you worship, you praise me two minutes and you're done for the day. And you keep on doing that. And God is not saying spending time with him for five minutes is wrong. What he's saying is, is that enough? Is that really the best that you can give him? Is that really the best that you can give him? The five minutes? The ten minutes? Of two minutes of prayer, two minutes of study of the word, two minutes of worship, two minutes of praise, and two minutes of gratitude. Is that enough? Is that all he deserves from you? Is it worthy? Is that all he's worth? I mean, and I was like, I was crying. I was like, God, I am really sorry. Like, I was not even aware that I am growing cold on you. I was not even aware that I'm growing called on you but i apologize forgive me and like right now as i am reflecting like my mind is taking me back to 2016 guys where i used to i i used to kevin will remember this i don't know if he he even listened to this podcast opa from twitter he will remember this. He will, she will also remember this. I used to DM them. I used to DM Oba questions about the things of God. I used to, we used to share the way. I used to fast with Kauhelo. We used I used to I would eat like, I was I was just I will study the word of God and God will reverse something that will blow my mind and I couldn't wait to share it with some i will go on my whatsapp and i will type and up guess what this is what god has been saying to me wow look oh my goodness and right now <laughs> it is just one tweet it is just one whatsapp one text um i pray even though i still pray for i do pray i do pray but when i look back you know even even if i do pray for an hour it doesn't feel like those days those days i was so focused my mind was so focused on god that even on during prayer i will fight off thoughts that are not aligning with the things of god so that i can focus my mind on god and god was like baby girl i am calling you back god is calling us back to that first love and the first thing that we need to do is to remember. Remember how excited we were. Remember how joyful we were, how peaceful we were. Remember how we couldn't wait to spend time with God. We couldn't wait to pray. We couldn't wait to share the gospel of Christ. You know, even if I didn't know much about the Bible, but I was sharing Christ every single day on my twitter platform on 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 whatsapp i was sharing god every single day i didn't have i didn't know the entire bible i remember i just knew you know the first month the only book that i knew was genesis I, it was only genesis but i was going crazy i was sharing with this one and sharing with that one praying with this one telling people that you know what the devil will tell you half truth and half lie you know see it in genesis 3 this guys i was just i was and god was like you need you need to come back you need to come back to that place and i'm using what is happening around the world to bring you back only those who will yell to the call of coming back. I swear to God, when this passing stage end, our you know we will be 
mountain high we will be just taking 2020 by the storm we will just be flying so high because we will be <laughs> i don't i can't even comprehend what the lord has for us after this season if we can yield to the call if we can obey the call if we can answer to the call if we can say yes to going back to the first love i don't even want to begin to think of the amazing things we can do with god after the season the amazing things we can work on the change we can bring on this earth with God by our side and God was like remember do you remember that do you remember the first time you spoke in tongues? Do you remember how you didn't want to keep quiet? Do you remember how you went off for three hours praying in tongues because you were just so excited and your mind was just blown and you were just, you couldn't stop praying? Do you remember that? Do you remember the power that you that you were cultivating in the place of prayer? That every time when you come out of the place of prayer, you wanted to just lay hands on somebody. You wanted to just speak a word of life do you remember those moments do you remember those moments do you remember those moments and he was like i'm calling you back come back you have all the time come back you don't have school come back even if it's an hour come back and after he told me to remember all those things. I remembered all of them. And I was crying. And he said, the second thing that I want you to do is repent. Now that you have remembered, now that I have reminded you of how it used to be when, when you, your love was so, was so huge, was so hard for me. The things that you used to do because of love, because you loved me. Because I loved you first. Repaint. And it was like from a conviction that comes from realizing where you once stood. From a conviction that comes from realizing what you once did for me. How you want, how you used to do Bible study, how you used to pray, how you used to seek me on a daily basis, not because it was some routine, not because you wanted to take it off out of your your bucket list, not because you wanted to focus, not because you wanted people to know that Lorena you are doing Bible study, but because of the love you have for me. From that conviction, from realizing that. I need you to repent. I need you to confess and say, God, yes, I have grown cold. Name things that was, name things, all the things that were distracting you. Name all the things that, 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 that are obstacles. Name them, social media, name it, your relationship, name it, friendships, name it. Just being too busy doing nothing. Name it Netflix. Name it Show Max. Name it being everywhere else except in my present. Name all those things that you put before me. Those things that you were too devoted than you were devoted to me. Name all those things and cry out for mercy. You know, Hebrew 4, 16 says... Come to the throne of God. Come to the throne of God. The throne of mercy. And obtain grace from a place where you need help. And that scripture just came to my mind where God was like, Come back to the throne of mercy. Come back to the throne of grace, rather. And cry out and obtain mercy for a for an area where you need help do you need help in prioritizing things do you need help in saying no to things that don't bring 
are you closer to me do you need help to say no to things that don't bring you closer to your vision closer to your goals do you need help come to the throne of grace cry out for me see repent and I the Lord the Bible says if you confess your sins if you confess your struggles if you confess your obstacles if you confess the things that hinders you the Bible says he is just in enough to forgive you and bring you back so he was like repent now that I have reminded you I didn't remind you to make you feel bad I don't remind you to make you feel like you don't love me anymore. I don't remind you to make you feel like. No, I reminded you because I love you. I remind you because I want you to come back so that we can do so great things together. And I, 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 rem I, I reminded you so that we can expand the kingdom together. We can grow the kingdom together. We can strive together. We can shine as the light in this darkness world. That's why I reminded you. I don't remind you so that I can make you feel like you don't deserve me. I don't remind you that to make you feel bad. No. But I'm reminding you because I love you and I don't want you to fall into a pit. I don't want you to fall into a routine. And he reminded me and he was like, you know, there are people that are doing things outside a relationship with me. They are doing things because it's a routine. And he reminded me of a scripture that I will say. They will come to me that, Lord, but in your name, in your name with it, this, Lord. But, Lord, I was praying. But, Lord, I was spending time with you. And he was like, get away from me. Your heart. Your heart. You were doing all those things so that you can post on Twitter that you studied the word. You were doing all those things because you wanted a revelation to preach. Don't seek me because you want to preach. Don't seek me because you want a message. Don't seek me because you want to tweet something. Seek me from a place of love. Seek me because you love me. Seek me because you want to know me. Seek me because you want to draw closer to me. Yes, all those things will come out of that place, but don't come in a place to seek me because you want to preach some message. A lot of people get into the presence of God to get a someone. They get into the presence of God because they want to go on IG Live and be like, you know what, I'm this woman of God and I'm that man of God. They want to go on Twitter and make thread. I'm not seeing those things are wrong, but let them not be the factor or the reason why you go into the presence of God. He's calling us to seek him out of a place of love. And after I have approached the throne of grace, he was just enough to shower me with forgiveness. I felt forgiven. I felt that his world coming back. His world coming back to that place of seeking him from a place of and lastly, he was like, now that you have remembered, that you have repented, retain. Retain. He called me to retain where I once fell off. He calls me to return to that place where I'm so excited to study the Bible where I'm excited to pray not because it's a system not because it's a routine but because I love him he said now because you are forgiven now because you have remembered retain and he was like I'm not calling you to retain so that you can make up for the lost time I'm not calling you to retain so that you can make up for the time that you have lost and you can, or you can make up no but I am calling you to return because I love you and because I have greater plans. There are things that I want to do with you in this world and I cannot do them if you are not in this position. Christ was able to fulfill his mandate of going to the cross and dying for us because he was in a place of love, because he loved us.
he because he loved us he was able to say god this cup is heavy but nevertheless let your will be done it came from a place of love god was able to come down leave his place and die for us not because of you know not because he had to but because he loved us so much that he wanted to do it he didn't do it because it was a chore not because it was, he was obligated to do it not because you know he owed he owed it to us but because he loved us he did it so return God is calling us back to the first lover who will seek him out of love. God is calling us back to the first lover who would pray out of love. Return to the first love. Return to the first love. Remember the excitement when God pulled you out of the darkness. Remember the excitement the zeal, the fire, the passion, the thirst, the hunger. Once you repent, trust me. Once you repent and pray and say, God, give me back the fire. Give me back the fire. God is responsible for lighting the fire. But you are responsible for keeping it burning. You are responsible for keeping the fire burning, but he is responsible for lighting it up. So when you repent and he lights it up, please keep the fire burning. And God kept saying, I am calling you back. And secondly, he said, I am calling you back to being the light of the world. Oh my God. And I was like, what do you mean? I mean, I am witnessing Christ every single day. And he was like, I am calling you back to being the light of the world. Let me take my Bible because he gave me Acts 13, Acts 13 verse 47. He gave me Acts. I thought he was going to give me Matthew 5, 4. 14 or 46 or 14 16 that that says you are the light of the world but he gave me it he gave me it and you guys you know that i'm using amplified right 47 and he said for that it is what the laws the lord has commanded us saying I have placed you as a light. My goodness. I have placed you as a light for the Gentiles. I have placed you as a light for your campus. I have placed you as a light for your roommate. I have placed you as a light for your race. I have placed you as a light for your family. I have placed you as a light for your friends. I have placed you as a light for your sphere of influence. He said, I am calling you back to being the light of the world, to being the light of your sphere, of your world, which are people that you encounter on your daily basis, your family, your friends, your followers, your audience on social media, the people that you encounter on a daily basis. I have placed you as a light. And he said, I am calling you back to being a light. Don't put that light under the table. Put it on top of the table so that it can shine for everybody that is around you. And he was like, why do you only want to be a light in position that you are comfortable in? Why do you only want to be a light in the places that you are only comfortable in? Only on social media only on your around your family what about your friends why aren't you be the light around your friends 
What are you, why are you dimming your light when you are around your friend? Why are you engaging in conversation that doesn't bring glory to my name? Why are you engaging in conversation that doesn't alert people that I'm around? Why are you? Oh my God. And I was like, God. I thought I'm being a light at every area of my life. And he was like, you are only being allied in position and places that you are comfortable in. But I need you to be allied where I placed you, wherever you find yourself, be the light. In that workplace, be the light. In that social media platforms, be the light. In your family, be the light. In your relationship and friendships, be the light. In the malls, wherever you are placed, wherever you find yourself, be the light. Be the light before that security. Be the light before that bus driver. Be the light before that nail tech, that hairdresser. Does your nerd tech even know that you are a believer? And I was like, oh, Lord. Lord, you are too loud. You are too loud. Does your hairdresser know that you are a believer? Does your bus driver know that you are a believer? Does that, those securities at rest know that you are a believer? Without them knowing, without them seeing you going to church every day, have you, have you done something that that brings up your light have you ever loved of them have you ever been um um generous have you ever been like have you ever been a light and he was like i am calling you back and he was like even in this play and even in this area i need you to remember remember how you used to be a light Remember, you once took a step and went to the guy, the same guys that you were sleeping around with, the same guys that you were you were smoking weed with, the same guys that you were drinking with, the same guys that you were kissing with, the same guys that you were calling the F word with. Remember when you went, you remember the boldness and courage that you went to that, to that tuck shop that you guys used to chill and you went there and you told them about me they didn't ask they even laughed at you and they were like we know that we just give you 30 months we know that you'll come back remember how you stood firm and said no i'm not going back to where god has took me from remember that that kind of light remember that kind of brightness that you need to you, you used to bring around the around people around the people that were around you and he was like i am calling you back i have placed you as a light i have placed you as a light i need people to see me in you can people see me in you can people see my love in you can they see how generous i am through can they see how kind loving tender merciful gracious i am through you Oh, you need to speak it up first before they realize that I am dead. Can you really be my ambassador? Can you really be my representative in all the areas of your life? Not only in places that you are comfortable in, but in also in places where you're going to get persecuted. When you are, people are going to say, oh, but you used to sleep around. You used to smoke. You used to drink. You used to do this. You used to be a prostitute. You used to do this and that. Can you? Can you represent me also in the areas where you used to partake in that darkness? Can you do that? And I was like, God, I hear you. You are just too loud. Please re reduce the volume. And he was just going louder and louder and louder. And he said, I have placed you there to be the light. Now is the time to put yourself out there yes there are people who say oh, i'm just on twitter to just scroll down oh, i'm just on instagram to just post my precious pictures my cute and gorgeous self i am just on youtube to do lifestyles to do makeup to do art. okay 
do that makeup, get ready with me, and telling people about me. You can fix your hair on YouTube and telling people about me. Start a conversation at every social media platform because right now, people are glued to their phone. What are they receiving from you? What are they perceiving from your pages? What are they getting from your pages? This is not the time to say I'm not a social media person. This is not the time to say social media is not for me. I, you know, believers like to isolate themselves and call everything things of the world. You can take something that people of the world use for whatever reason and use it for the for the glory of God. You can take that Twitter platform and use it for the glory of God. That Instagram, use it for the glory of God. That YouTube channel that you have, that podcast that you have, that blog that you have, whatever that you have in terms of social media, you can use it for the glory of God. He says, I've placed you there as a light. I have placed you there as a light. Your WhatsApp, create WhatsApp group, do Bible studies, pray with your WhatsApp content, pray, call people, pray with them. Oh my goodness, be the light. He is calling us back to being the light of the world. To being the light of the world. To being the light of the world. He is calling us back to being the light of the world. And I was like, my goodness, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the privilege of being able to hear your voice. And I was like, you know what? Okay, let me sit down. Let me, let me think. I've been laughing off Twitter. I've been doing silly things. Now is the time where I, I take advantage of this moment of this thing that is going around the nations of the world and use it and bring glory to Christ. People get scared. You know, people are looking for for where they can just have hope. People are looking for hope. People, they want to hold on something that can give them hope. Be the reason why people put their hope on God. Be the reason why somebody opened their Bible. Be the reason why somebody went on their knees and called unto God. Be the reason why somebody was afraid and went straight to the presence of God and seek peace. Be the reason. In this time, we need the peace of God. We need to hold on to God now more than ever. We need to seek God now more than ever. We don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know if the world is ending or not. We don't know if God is coming to take his people. We don't want to see our family members not going. We don't want to see our Twitter followers not being going. We don't want to see anybody leave, being left behind. So play your part. Be the light. He says, let me read it back to you. Acts 13 verse 47. I'm reading it from the from the amplified vision for that is what the lord has commanded us saying i have placed you as a light for the gentiles so that you may bring the message of eternal the message of salvation to the end of the earth he didn't just place you as a light to just be there and be that powerful woman of god and just be that man of god but he has placed you there to bring the message of salvation are you bringing the message of salvation are you bringing the message of salvation are people getting saved because of your tweet are they getting saved because of your youtube are they getting saved because of instagram are they getting saved because of podcast are they getting saved because of your blog are people drawing closer to god because of you are they rededicating their life to to Christ because of you? Are they coming back to their first of love because of you? You are an instrument. You are a tool in the hand of God. God cannot do anything without human, without human beings of this earth. He needs you as much as you need him. You need to be the light. And um, I'm like, okay, God, thank you. 
and I had to open my podcast journal and I was asking God and I you know as I was I was just sitting down yesterday as I was thinking about this God was like your Instagram what are you doing with it it's just there and I'm like God but I don't have enough followers there and say God said even if one soul repent heaven rejoices you don't need thousands of people to repent you just need that one person because that one person will get the another person that other person will get other other people and like that the kingdom of god will expand and i came up i don't know if i should say i came up with this idea or god has planted this idea to go on my instagram and i came up with this thing called fake talk or well, just go there you know i i don't like putting myself out there but because God is calling me to be the light. I will go on Instagram, you know, live and do fake talk twice a week or Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Just go there and talk about Christ for five minutes. I'll go on Instagram live and do that. I don't care if one person is watching, two people are watching, three people are watching. What I know is, as long as somebody hears what God has to say, I'm just gonna be there to say the mind of the mind of God regarding what's happening around the world. Even after this coronavirus, I'll keep it going. Whatever that is happening around the world at that moment, I will speak the mind of God. I will speak the heart of God. I will speak what God has been teaching me regarding that thing. Because as an intercessor, God doesn't keep things away from us. We pray. Um, he 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 literally shows us the things that are to come. You know, He He tells us His mind and His heart regarding certain situations. Some things we know um, to voice them out, but to pray on them. So I'm always yeah i am always on track with what god is doing if i'm not two step behind then i am one step closer to what god is doing at the moment so i'm thinking i'm gonna do a two-part series because i can't i'm on i'm on point two but already i've recorded for like 40 minutes so i'm gonna say the last point and i will record the other three points and there are going to be two part series of this topic. God is calling us back. And God was like, I've called you back as the light. Number three, he was like, I am calling you back to a place of prayer. And you know, as an intercessor, you know, I feel like I'm always saying yes to the call of prayer. It's my life. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm living for. I'm, 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 I'm prayer. I'm all about speaking to God. I'm all about crying for God's people. I'm all about destroying and, you know, disannouncing, disallowing the forces and the function of the kingdom of darkness to take place on earth, on our nation, on my family, on our churches, on the body of Christ, things like that. So when God was like, I'm calling you back to a place of prayer, I was so shook. I was like, what do you mean? I mean, I'm always, I'm always answering the call of prayer. And he was like, no, I'm calling you back to a place of prayer. And he, mm -hmm. he referred me to the life of Christ. Mm -hmm. Let me try and find that first, because I didn't, that scripture, I didn't write it down. Mm, but he referred me to the life of Christ. Um, I'm shaking, guys. <laughs> the speed of the Lord is this. He's here. I I feel him because I'm shaking. Oh my God. What is that scripture? It has to be in Luke. Oh my god. I wanna I wanna I want you guys to so you guys can take the scriptures and go.
oh god i think i'll just say it and you guys will know this picture or is it john let me check it on john that scripture yeah God was saying I am calling you back to a place of prayer in this moment with everything going on with this thing going around and you know I am calling you back you know now you have all the time now you have all the time. Oh God, why is that scripture, Mudimu? Is it Matthew, Marcus? I was reading the scripture as Palamus. Say, I'm calling you back to a place of prayer. Now you have all the time. You have all the time to cultivate that, um, to cultivate that, um, habit of praying because prayer it's a habit you know if you're not used to doing it you it's hard for you to even start but he said i am calling you back to the place where you will cultivate mm. um i can't find the scripture but i remember it says that christ we draw from the crowd and went into the secret place to pray. He went into the secret place to seek God. Jesus Christ was never too busy for God. Even if his ministry was the busiest ministry I've ever known. But he was never, he will always find time in the midst of it all to go and spend time with his father in prayer. With his creator in prayer. So now we don't have any excuse. I mean, we are in some sort of wilderness season where we are isolated from everybody and everything. So now this is the time where we go into the place of prayer and we cry out to God. Because let me tell you something, as an intercessor, one thing that God has been teaching me is that when I'm praying, it's, it's like I'm a pregnant woman. You know, when the pregnant woman is in, like when she's in a season of, of, of giving birth, and she's in labor when she pushes she pushes she pushes she's traveling until something comes out until a baby comes out that's how an intercessor is when you are in a place of prayer you are pushing you are giving birth to somebody's peoples you are giving birth to somebody's healing you are giving birth to somebody's ministry you are giving birth to somebody's restoration so God is calling us back to the place of prayer because it's in the place of prayer where power is cultivated. Yes, the Bible says we have, we have been given power, but why, why not of us? Not, why not everybody is working in power? Why not every believer is working, working in power, even though they have been given power reason being power. It's being released in the place of prayer. When we study the, the book of Kings, we see that prophet Elijah, when he was isolated, when he ran away from, from, from Jezebel and God called him into a place of isolation, we, 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 we witnessed that when he came back, he came back with power. When Daniel went into fasting, when he went into prayer, he came back with some sort of power. Moses went into 40 days he came back with something jesus christ went went to 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 the wilderness for 40 days he came back with something what will you come back with it's in the place of prayer where power is cultivated you know, my man of God, Dr. Isaiah always teaches us that, you know, when, when, when you lay hands on somebody, you don't call power at that moment. The power that will be present is the power that you cultivate and release in your secret place. 
at that moment you are not calling out on power at that moment you are releasing it it's like david i believe that before david the bible tells us that um he was he was a shepherd he was always in 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 you know alone he was always alone he was always alone with god so when 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 he was about to face when he was facing goliath that was not the time to call on power that was not the time to you know pray shakapapa and you know father please give me the power that was the time to release it because that power the same power that 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 killed goliath was the same power that was cultivated in his secret place in his in his alone time with god so god is calling us back into the place of prayer where nations will be delivered where nations will be healed through our prayers we need to come back we need to come back to a place of prayer where we will seek the face of god where we will seek the will of god regarding certain things where we will seek the will of god regarding situations where we will seek the will of god we will seek the voice of god we will seek the mind and the heart of god this is not the time to look around this is not the time to scroll through social media and you know feed on and on on news the whole day there's time for that i'm not saying you shouldn't go on social media i'm not saying you shouldn't watch news but there's time for that but most of your time you should be, you should be spending it in prayer you should be spending it in nothing strengthens our relationship with god than prayer nothing strengthens any other relationship than communication communication it's like the heart it's like the heart of relationship because i mean if there is no communication there is no relationship i mean what are we doing so god is calling us back god is calling us back come back to the place of prayer in this season return to the love of prayer return to that passion that you had of praying return to seeking god's face return to seeking god's voice and when you get in the place of prayer don't just be talking don't just be saying things don't just be requesting find time to be silent so that you can hear what god has to say you know when you when you're always talking and talking and talking you just be like amen and you go out and tomorrow you be like god is not answering my prayers it's like going to your lecturer to consult and you are like okay you know what i don't understand sports management okay this is what this is what i'm struggling with this and that and that and after that you done the new leave you don't give the lecture the time to to explain to to unpack to unpack that that um chapter for you and then you know you'll be like ah oh, i felt this test because i didn't understand i felt this test because you know what i went to the lecture but then i didn't get such solutions did you give the lecture a time to give you solutions when you go into the place of prayer don't just be babbling and and just making noise it's okay to pray obviously you need to say something you need to plead with god this is the time where we need to go there and cry out for mercy but then you need to take time and listen to god god has strategies he has ideas that he want to give it to you he has solutions how are you going to be able to implement it if you're not listening so when you when when you are praying also take time to listen back to god Hear what God has to say regarding whatever that you were praying for. Hear what hear the next step. What is the next step? Okay, God, I've presented this matter. So what is the next step? What must I do? What is the next step that I need to take? What way should I give to your people? Do you, do I have to go back to the people and declare your word? What is the word? Doctor says you you are not done praying if you haven't received a word from god i've 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 you know i've taken this word from doctor and into my place of prayer that every time when i pray i never i will never say amen until i hear something from god it it being a sign a word a scripture a vision a thought something from god i need to get something from god or else is not prayer i mean prayer is like a conversation and a conversation is two way it's a two way thing somebody has to say something and somebody has to respond 
So God is calling us back to the place of prayer. Let's go there. Let's cry out. Before we cry out for anything, cry out for your relationship. Pray to God that God, help me to love you better. Help me to love you more. Help me to draw closer to you. Bring the, give me the patience to seek you. Give me the hunger to seek you. Give me the hunger for your word. Give me the thirst to speak to you. Let me, let me long for you. Let me desire you more. Then now cry out for the people. Cry out for the nation. God is calling us back. He is calling us back. The question is, are you going to say yes to the call of God? Are you going to say yes to, to, to the call of God, to the command of God when he says, I need you to come back. I need you to come back to the posture of prayer. I need you to come back. Are you going to say yes? Are you going to obey? Are you going to be the reason why somebody is receiving Christ because you prayed? Because you cried out. Are you going to be the reason why somebody is getting healed? Because you cried out. Because you went back to the place of prayer. Are you going to be the reason why people are restored? Why people's hearts are restored? Are you going to be the reason why people are restored back into the church? Because you cried out. This reminds me of Paul. Paul will always say every time when he starts his writing, he will always say, I am always praying for you. And I strongly believe that his prayers are the result of the perseverance and endurance of the, of the churches that he was writing for. I am crazy enough to believe that the, his prayers are the result of their faith. Are the result why they were getting born again? Are the result why they were standing tall and firm and bold and courageous and persevering? I am crazy enough to believe that everything that is happening in the kingdom of God are the result of somebody's prayer, of somebody's prayer. Like now, Jesus is sitting at the right hand of God and he's interceding for us. God is calling us back to the place of prayer where we will cry out for the nation. Are you going to be the reason why people are being delivered from the pit of hell? Why people are being delivered from the hand of the kingdom of darkness? Why people are being saved from the traps of, of the kingdom of darkness? Why people are being saved from the functions of the evil ones? Are you going to be the reason? Are you going to be the Noah of this generation? The Abraham, the Ezekiel, the Daniel, the Moses... The Esther, <laughs> are you going to be the imitator of Christ in this season? Why, even if it, you don't feel like doing it, but you go on your knees and you cry out. You don't need a feeling to do it. You just need to know that God is calling you back and is waiting for you to present your case before him. And he's ready to answer every single request as long as it's aligning with his will. Where are the people who are going to deny themselves of watching Netflix and sitting down doing nothing in the season and always complaining on Twitter that the world is ending and panicking and being afraid, but rather going in the place of prayer and crying out for the mercy of God. Are you going to be the Noah of this generation who is going to sit down in the place of God, in the place of prayer, and God gives them a strategy on how to save the nation, and God gives them a strategy on how to save, how to um, witness in this season so that people can be saved, and you start and you build that ark. Are you going to be the Moses of this season where God is calling you to deliver the people from the kingdom or from the hand of the wicked one?
by coming out of your comfort zone, by doing it even if you're insecure of how God wants you to do it. Are you going to be the Ezekiel of this season where you are going to do something that is so uncomfortable just to protect the message of God before the people? Are you going to be the Abraham of this generation or of this season where you're going to come before God bold, knowing who you are in Christ, knowing the license that you come with before God and present the case and be like, God, Please don't wipe out the earth. Please don't allow this virus to go any further. Please don't allow this to be the end of our economy. Please don't allow this to do one, two, three, and one, two, three. Are you going to be the Abraham that comes before God and reason with God? Are you going to be the job of this season where you're not going to complain of the situation, but you're still going to say God is God, still hold on to the faith? Still gonna believe, even when people are saying Christians this, Christians that, yeah, waste your God in the time like this. You are still gonna say, God is still God. Are you gonna be the job of this season? Are you gonna be the Esther of this season that you will take a stand? Take and stand and fast for the people around you, for the people around you. And believe that God, only him will come through for you. Pray for their fear. Pray that they will not panic. Pray for their faith to grow in this season. Are you going to be that person that when God looks at you and he will be like, this is why I saved South Africa because she came to the place of prayer and prayed and cried out and I heard her and I responded are you going to be the reason why the hand of God is moving and healing and restoring and delivering? Are you going to be the reason why the move of God will take place? Are you going to be the, the reason why revival is coming upon the earth? Are you going to be the reason God is calling us back into the place of prayer? God is calling us back to our first love. He's calling us back to being the light and he's calling us back to the place of prayer. Only those who say yes to the call of God. Say yes to the call of God even if you don't understand. Say yes to the call of God not because you were told to, but because you love God. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll end it here because I'll end it here. Thank you so much for joining me and I believe that you will take a stand and say yes to the call of God and be an instrument and a tool in the hand of God to be used in the season. The glory of God. Many will see the glory of God. Many will see the love of God. Many will see the move of God in the season because people said yes to the call of God. I'll see you guys in my next episode where I'll do the remaining three points. I love you so much. Please say yes to the call of God. Mm -hmm.